Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up? Hey, welcome to our podcast. Let's be brutally honest. If you're new to the show, my name is Nick Rochelle. And I am Carla Rochelle. <laughs> and we are a married couple. Married for... Well, we've been together, let's just say, seven, over seven years now. Yeah. Definitely a beautiful relationship. It seemed like time is just flying. I've never been in a relationship that long, and I'm glad you're the one, honey. Aw, thank you. You're so sweet. <laughs> yeah, you know, gotta uh, gotta be sweet. Gotta, you know, gotta keep dating. I told her date night should be coming up really, really soon. We need to do something special. Yeah, you soon. know, when I was talking to Sierra today, she was saying the same thing. She was like, just because you married... Don't mean you're supposed to stop dating your person. I said, right. I said, we actually tell them that. <laughs> Very true. Very true. And I be loving our date nights. We be having some fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so what's what's coming up? What's going on, honey? Talk to me. Talk to me. Um. Oh, so what's coming up is Easter. Easter is coming up. I didn't even know that. Yes. Uh, it's like now I get so, I like, I guess because we don't go into jobs and shit like that, or we don't go to school or nothing like that. <laughs> it's like the holidays, I won't know that it's coming up unless somebody in that world reminds me. Yeah, I think. Um, How did you remember? So this is it. I knew it was time for Easter to come up because, you know, a few weeks ago, I was like, what day is Easter? And I looked it up on the calendar. And I was like, okay, I don't even know why I looked it up. But um, then today, my daughter, (laughs) (laughs) y'all, I was talking to my daughter today and she was having this vent session (laughs) and she um, was telling me that she was at the nail shop and um, she said that it was this lady there and she was getting her um, girl's nails done and um she was like oh you know i'm so happy you know that we're able to come out and get our nails done for easter Mm -hmm. and then so sierra said oh well what church do you go to and the lady said i don't go to church she said i'm just doing this to celebrate holiday stuff (laughs) so then sierra was like okay so sierra just left it alone so then um she ended up telling me, she ended up asking me, she said, Mom, she said, this is something that's been bugging me for like the last week. She said, I don't understand why people celebrate Easter if they don't believe in it. And I said, what do you mean? And so she said, well, she was like, this is what I don't understand. She said, if you're not religious, if you don't believe in any of that, and if you say that you're not a Christian, she said, why are you celebrating Easter? Mm. And then so I was like, well, so me, you know, going into you know, it could be something from maybe when they was a kid, yeah. you know, and it's just 
is something that they still do. Yeah. And um, she said, no. She said, mama, she said, I get that. She said, I understand that. She said, this is totally not it. She gave an example. She said, it's this guy at work. Mm-hmm. He said that um, he is not a Christian. He go he don't go to church. He said he don't even believe in Easter. And um, he said at one point he tried to celebrate it, I guess, because of his wife. But then I guess she had a bad, you know, something happened. So she stopped going to church and they just don't even celebrate it anymore. She said, but what I don't understand is this same man turned around and told one of our higher bosses um happy easter said he was getting ready to leave and she said the boss it caught her off guard when Mm -hmm. he said it because she didn't automatically just say happy easter she was just like oh she was like you know for me living in california she said i'm not used to people doing that she said but you just made me realize that i need to be more mindful that i must be that i'm in a more religious area oh damn yeah good point and then so sierra said what i don't understand is why didn't he just say have a good weekend she said if he don't celebrate it why would you say that and now you have prompted her to have in her head dang I need to be more mindful because now I'm around more religious people because I guess it's something I don't know about the whole thing in Cali uh, it's probably just because it's just a habit you know like you're around it. it's kind of like doing Christmas season like we're not really big up on Christmas like that but we participate you know what I'm saying Yeah, it's, that's what it make me think of because like okay me if I was the type to celebrate Easter which I really don't like wholeheartedly celebrate any holiday because I feel like it's just all man-made that's my opinion but because of like if I'm around family or something like that and they doing the whole Thanksgiving thing or the Christmas thing I eat you know or I'll even you know do the whole gift thing every now and then I don't even get too heavy in that shit but um like with Easter what I can think of what I think about is when I was a kid this is when I was in St. Louis during Easter I had no clue that it had anything to do with something religious like Jesus Christ or anything. I didn't even know who Jesus Christ was. All I knew was on Easter, we got a Easter basket and we talked about bunnies and we ate eggs. I didn't even know that it was about something to do with church or anything. So, and you said that was before you went to church. That was before. And then later when we moved down to Hinesville and we started going to church, that's when I started learning. Oh, this is when I get what they say. When Jesus Christ, the got, resurrection, the, Oh, it was the resurrection or yeah. when he got hung to the cross. I didn't know nailed to the cross. I didn't know what it was. I just, so if I, I was like in my adult years and I celebrated Easter it would probably just be some nostalgic shit from my childhood but I mean that was before church but yeah I really don't get caught up in none of it but that's me though yeah so Sierra said she really wanted to ask she said I told her I said that would have been a great conversation starter if you would have asked the lady at the nail shop and she said no mama she said I didn't want to she said because I didn't want to come off rude I said it wouldn't have been rude it just would have been your curiosity I said people do it all the time Mm -hmm. you know people do it all the time Mm -hmm. and then so she said well I asked one of my friends and she said her friend I said what did she say she said she told me 
that um, people tend to treat it like it's Halloween. They don't know why they celebrate it. I don't even know. I don't celebrate Halloween either. Now, I eat some candy on Halloween, but I don't even know what the fuck Halloween is. Yeah, so she said um, they just know that it's a holiday and yeah. they celebrate it. So I told her, I said, well, again, you know, we are programmed with all of these things. And yep. I said, based off of what I know, Halloween is actually something negative. I said, and they try to make it more positive. I said, but depending on what you partake in, you may get caught up in some stuff you don't see yourself getting caught up in. And then so we kind of talked about that. But I just wanted to ask that question because I told Sierra <laughs> because at first when I was trying to explain it to her I said well maybe they're like me because I said the same thing I wasn't when I was first <laughs> born I was not in church mm-hmm. although we was not doing Easter baskets and stuff like that we were the typical didn't Easter go to church hunts. family you do no, Easter no we didn't do none of that we did still celebrate like you know like Thanksgiving Christmas but when it came down to Easter we didn't even know nothing about that as a child growing up now i'm gonna have to ask my sister you know my sister is older than me seven years older than me but me it was like once we started going to church i probably had to be around seven maybe seven years old and i learned about easter at church and i told sierra i said well i said because I'm aware of Easter. Like, say, for instance, if somebody said Happy Easter to me, I'd just be like, same to you. You know? Yeah. I same wouldn't with make Christmas it and all that. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, I don't go to church. I don't do all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. Yeah. So, um, I said, maybe it's a foundational thing. But then when she explained to me, no, it's not a foundational thing. She said, you got people that's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a cook. Um, What you going to bring? I said, wait a minute. I said, so are you telling me that these people treat Easter like a tailgate? <laughs> Pretty much. And then when she said, I, yes, girl, I laughed so hysterical. <laughs> I mean, laugh for a long time. She said, mommy, it's not funny. I said, I'm sorry. This is really tickling <laughs> so me. So what, okay, what is a tailgate? So, you know, tailgate is when they have, like, football games and mm-hmm. stuff, and people go out. Usually, sometimes, they probably have graduated from the college. Maybe they didn't. And, you know, they sit around, they bring food, they drink, they turn up. Okay, babe. So, you can't act like we don't treat damn near every holiday like that. Think about Thanksgiving. Right, babe. We but did. we're talking about Easter. We don't treat Easter like tailgate. As a matter of fact, we don't even do anything for Easter. I think back in the day mm-hmm. the most that has happened if I was in town mm-hmm. my sister would be like cause my sister is still in church so my sister would be like hey we cook dinner mm-hmm. if y'all wanna come over you can get a plate your sister probably cooking too she probably is mm. <laughs> Nick you y'all Nick no she can't even eat y'all yes y'all we are currently on a three day fast right now yes we didn't make we a big are, deal out of this yeah we didn't make a big deal out of it because sometimes I think it's good to just take a step back and do things for yourself yeah um 
so that you know you can just really center yourself and be in the moment yes. without all the you know outside trying noise. to yeah trying to make sure everybody's staying on point and all that yeah. yeah so yes honey that's what sierra was saying she was just like she wanted to ask the question so y'all i'm asking for any people that's <laughs> out there and another reason i'm asking because if i'm not mistaken i saw somebody put something in the discord now i'm not sure if this person is in church or if they're out of church but I almost got the feeling that they were not in church so they were saying that they was raised that on Easter you're supposed to wear your Sunday's best so she said here I am like basically a grown woman and she said I'm thinking oh my god Easter is coming up so she said I need to go out and I need to like get me something to dress up in. Oh my goodness. And it's because like she's been conditioned yes. to do that. So she said her mama used to tell her if you can go out to the club and if you can turn up, oh she said goodness. you can put on your Easter best, your Easter best and um be prepared for Jesus. <laughs> you almost gave me uh you almost gave me you almost triggered me. Um cuz I just remember when I was younger when we when we started going to church. And we would show up. Yes, people used to be dressed down from the head to the toe. Exactly. And you know, that's what we do. But listen, but me and like me and my little sister and my mom, like we couldn't afford that. We was probably at our worst than that during that time, broke as hell. So we would show up looking busted, you know, looking around at the people walking around with their matching suits and, and all their dresses. Ready. And we go and try to find our best thing at the Goodwill, try to scoop some up. They're trying to make it work. That'd be the showdown at the holdout. Yes. Or, or however they say it. <laughs> yes. And I'd be like, oh, I'd be glad when this shit is over. I used, that's how I used to be when I was that age. I was like, man, I'd be glad when it's over because I ain't got shit to look good. Now I got to walk in here looking but as cute as I can. Yes. So she was saying, like, in her mind, she like, I got to go out and I got to get me something so I can look nice. That's okay. that brainwashing. Yes. Girl, we so, like you said, we programmed. <clears throat> yes. Man. But, uh, oh, let me tell you this one other thing. What's up? So, in that same conversation, I'm talking to Sierra. So, this is me. I'm going to be very, like, vulnerable a little bit. So, um, while I'm talking to Sierra, Sierra's just like, I. she said, I just don't understand why people are doing this. She said, because I was raised, this is what Easter is, and it's nothing more, nothing less. And I, when I heard her say that, I said, well, were you raised? like that I said or were you conditioned and then she said she said well I don't know what the difference is she said but I say that I was raised like that she said because uh she said when TT had to babysit me which is my sister Mm -hmm. she said TT took me to church Mm -hmm. and she said and then when I get around grandma which is her dad's mom which she's no longer here Mm -hmm. um she said she talked about church a lot and so i told her i said yeah i said there's still a difference i said that's you i said going to church being around people that's in church i said so it was almost like you were conditioned this is your foundation i said but when it came to your mama and your daddy i said we didn't tell you that yeah like imagine if your sister and her grandma like wasn't in her life yeah. And it was just you and and E. Yeah. Then she would probably have a whole different way or outlook of It'll be like if we contacted Bradley right now and say, Bradley, what's the next holiday coming up? He'll be like, uh 
Like, because Bradley. He's also son, not in that world. My son don't go to church. Like, he has been to church. He has been baptized and everything. But he don't go to church like my daughter. My daughter believe in attending uh, like right now she's in pa she don't have a church there but she makes sure that she get up and she still attends sunday morning service yeah. on the computer yeah. so i end up telling her i said your mama and your daddy didn't um i said you we didn't train you and she said well y'all didn't train me that she said well what? no this is what she said she said well, y'all didn't tell me that it wasn't that way. I said, we didn't tell you that it was that way either. Yeah. I said, so it's a learned behavior. Yeah. I said, that's what it is. Yeah. And then, so she was just like. Because hmm. there's people on the other side of the world that don't even know what the fuck is Easter is. Do you know that in some part of Africa, uh, it's either Ethiopia they are they they are operating on a different calendar so like they're seven years behind us mm. so that's what i'm saying like wait a minute i need to go that so wait <laughs> you will be wait a minute, tell me i'll be seven years young yes you will be seven years younger it's a part of ethiopia uh well in ethiopia if i'm not mistaken that's the right girl uh, so i still be in my 30s <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, but that's the thing. It's like certain parts of the different parts of the world, they just do things different. So that's why a lot of people you hear to say that it's important to travel abroad or it's just important to like keep your mind open, you know, or just, you know, just try to understand where other people are coming from. I have no idea why that person uh, at her job celebrates Easter even though, or tell people happy Easter, even though he don't celebrate it. But and like now he got this this head boss. She's like, oh shoot, you know now since I done moved from Cali and I'm here, I need to be more mindful about the stuff that I do. Honey, he shouldn't have even did that to her. Yeah, because I wouldn't have did it. But hey, we again we don't know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we said we wanted to talk about a little news as well, but we don't want to to be too negative when it comes to the news because I mean, hey, y'all already getting a lot, but we would um like to share our thoughts on some of the stuff but it's just again just putting emphasis on the news and the negativity and how negative it is i can't believe we have even normalized this where they are allowed to put so much negativity in our face like that hmm. like me and my wife we had a business meeting and we had to go to this little office and they had their TV on, you know, you know how they like to put CNN on or some shit like that. But they have the TV up and all I always see is New York subway shooting. And besides that, or in addition to that, on the bottom, you see like words scrolling about other negative shit. Like I'm trying to be in a good head space i mean the sun was out we was all already out catching lunch at uh different places and just hanging out and then for that to see that it's just like it put like a it tried to put like a dark cloud over my day yeah because i know when you was um like filling out the paperwork and it popped up on the screen. I was like, oh, my God. Because, you know, we be bumping around in our own world. Yeah. So when it happened, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, dang. You know, and then when they was giving t details about what happened and they showed the people running off the train. Yeah. And just, I was just like, oh, my God. And this is horrible. One thing I was thinking, I was like, you know, if we were not, if we didn't have the TV or the Internet and all that, 
Like just imagine back in the day, like shit happened in different places all the time. But it's like you didn't really know it like that or the news didn't travel as fast. Imagine when you had to read the newspaper to get news. It's like we wouldn't be bombarded with so much bad news. Like think about it. It seemed like almost every day we wake up, some celebrity has died. But I'm like, when I hear like so-and-so has died, I'd be like, well, damn, I don't even think I knew who he was. Or damn, was he like, but they, it's like they make it a point to just put it out there. And it's just, it's, it can be overwhelming if you, you know, focus on it a lot. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Hey, we still gonna talk about it. The subway shooting. It is a big news. Um, it is, a a viral story. And, uh, they said, they think they found, um, the guy and me and Carla, we took the time to check this dude out. He's supposed to be some black dude that's in this 60 some years old, like 62. And, uh, I actually have a little clip just so y'all can hear a little bit of him speak just to see kind of like, how angry he was and we're gonna kind of pop our shit about him you are detriment to all you the reason the planet's dying you should be dead because you're a parasite you contribute to the life here staking white bitch what do you contribute to life here you staking motherfucker again shit piss and pollution that's your one and only contribution what the fuck and you're so you're so ignorant and so backward and, 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 but it, it's so happening but, but it's all about violence Do I take a, 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 a two pound can of clean peaches and bust you in your motherfucking would that be enough violence for you stinking white bitch this is, this, is, this is an ordinary can of clean peaches my two pound big kissing and say the motherfucker what bust you in your would that is that violent for you since you love violence so fucking much you fucking alright Let's go ahead and turn his ugly ass off, like Carla liked to say. But that's just to give just a little taste of just, like, how he talked. But the crazy thing is, so they, they said they think that it's him. And, uh, you know, I checked out footage. I saw him in the whole vest that they described him in. I even went to Lovely T's Zoom meeting. And uh, her Zoom meeting, you had the ladies in there. They were just saying different things. Some ladies like, oh, yeah, I can see how it's him because he's a part of that whole manosphere red pill community which are the man the manosphere community those are like a bunch of men who are against feminism and they like pro like it just seems kind of misogynist misogynistic but um and then you have some women they was like I, there's no way he could have did it all by himself because i know how big the subway is and then some people are saying it's conspiracy theories like who really fucking knows but my whole point is um, just listening to him speak, you got a lot of people out there who, who I've witnessed who just get on there and just ramble and talk like that. Mm -hmm. Just angry. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, whether it's him or not, it's like you, what do you do? Like, how, like you said, babe, how do you get ahead of something like that? Yeah. It's like when, I don't know, <laughs> because I feel like when, when people are ranting, um, like that it is it's a sign because we've seen it in the past where they have pointed out once somebody do something like that they go and they find stuff where it's like somebody should have been aware of it yep. you know whether it was something that they housed or something they was posting and it's just like 
maybe they should come up with some type of protocol so that we can get in front of it and they can actually keep an eye out for these individuals but it's like it kind of made me think about it's just so it's too many it's so many people but this is the thing it's like a double-edged sword with that so you got some people who are saying like we need like you said we need to keep our eye on people like that and um how do you do that without invading someone's privacy because then you got other people on the other end they like i don't want these motherfuckers trying to keep track of me or watching me like that freedom and all that yeah but they can do it in a way the same way how they located his ass and he didn't know y'all was coming you could do it the same way it ain't like we don't all think the government be watching us and listening any damn way it's like they need to listen to the shit they need to be listening to because clearly i i still don't understand sometimes how youtube is set up because it's some people they get on there they talk about having awareness being conscious about things and they videos get flagged and they get taken down and i know it's triggered by words or whatever but when you have somebody on there ranting like that yeah it's like why are you not watching this because even youtube they have certain individuals they watch when it come down to it and all his videos was just up there yeah but it also could be because he was at one point talking about how he wasn't really getting a lot of views like that maybe he wasn't that popular yet i think the more views whoever was watching them videos i'm pretty sure because like he said his views had dropped so the people who stopped watching him I'm pretty sure if they had some type of protocol and they like, look, this person acting a little cuckoo, um, they need to have something where people can report stuff like that. It's the same way I told Nick. It's like we have people just from us being on YouTube that has sent us some crazy stuff. And I told Nick, this person is not right in the head. Yeah. So it's like I wouldn't be shocked if later on down the line some shit was to pop off. I'd be like, I already told you that motherfucker was crazy. Yeah, it actually, the way he sits and just talks, and just like pause and talk it reminds me of the looney tune that we know of yeah the one that's on youtube creating these multiple fake pages they just sit and they just talk about some shit and you can just tell how obsessed they are with the whole situation with the whole lily and graham situation it is it's 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 uh it's alarming you know to know that there's people like that out there but i mean that's that's the world we live in but my thought process also with uh you know kevin samuels because i didn't even know this whole community existed what they call the manosphere um i it's like when he came out with his videos talking about how women need to be in their place or how women you know can attract certain men and how much you know the high value man and all this shit and how uh, women are too masculine all that it's like when he came out that introduced me to the fact that it was a community called the manosphere and then then when you look at what we call his little minions you realize it is a lot of motherfuckers like this like i've seen some people a part of that community some men a part of that community that are so angry and that have said some really fucked up shit like they it so much so where they could easily be another one of him yeah. it's like there's a lot of men that are just mad 
It, well, what do, At you, the fact that what do you think we just should sit back and just wait for stuff to happen? Um, I'm just thinking, how could we get in front of it? Unfortunately, I think they're going to have to be some more examples from men like him to act up before they figure something out, probably. I don't see why we'd have had too many mass shootings. Girl, talking about that. Ugh, that make you just... Ugh, I, I just think that's just the most low disrespectful thing you can do like if you're gonna take yourself out take yourself out by yourself don't go there and do that to a lot of innocent people yeah but what it is is almost like they have this thing in their head where they're like i'm gonna show them i'm gonna show them this world we live in is fucked up but sometimes i think people get so caught up in researching and what's been done wrong it's like it started mentally impacting them so it's almost like whatever you focus on it's kind of like how i always say whether you believe you can or you can't you right so if you're spending your energy focusing on this negative stuff that means that negative is coming to you you're thinking these negative thoughts you're gonna keep researching this negative stuff and now you're acting out of character yeah that's uh, i saw something that said that he was who which he named himself the prophet of doom uh but anyways uh he was a loner of uh, the last three years i think it was his sister or one of his family members said they hadn't even talked to them so just imagine him claiming to be the prophet of doom talking about all this crazy shit and then he just in his little bubble. Nobody to bust it. Nobody to help him see a different way of thinking or none of that. Well, I mean, it's possible because it's the same way how right now, like, I'm not talking to my brother. And I have moments like that where I think, like, okay, anything could be going on with him. That's true. You know, so I could receive a phone call and anything can happen and it's like how am I supposed to feel about it but it's not because on my end it's like you, you know, can only do so I don't want to communicate it's like I've tried to reach out I've tried to extend my hand and it's like when somebody just keep having that wall up mm-hmm. because and even him he get caught up in the whole little how what men are supposed to do and mm. listening to different people And it's like, that's cool if you feel like, okay, I didn't have a foundation. My dad went in my life. I don't really know how to be a man. Now I'm listening to these other men that's telling me how to be a man. But how deeply involved are you going to get in that? And me, he's never talked to me about it, but he's talked to my sister about it. And my sister would straight up tell him, like, I don't have time to listen to that. You need to focus on your life and get your life together. And then he gets mad when that happened. And so now it's like we're not talking to him. So what if somebody did try to tell that guy or try to talk to him? And you, they kind of like, you know what? Hey, he just so far down in the rabbit hole. I just need to remove myself from the equation. Then it's like a lost cause until they fucking explode like a bomb. Yes. So it's like it's still possible to have family that you don't fuck around with. Yeah, that's true. Even yeah. when you, because I've seen you try. Yeah, and I don't know and, if, you, if you are you finished talking about that situation. Well, no, I was just thinking about like you know the whole some of the things. It's like when you're dealing with family, sometimes things that are said 
it can be really hurtful and sometimes it's hard to go back after certain things are said yeah so like just think about him and how he was just ranting um on that video think about if he tried to talk to his family and he's talking about things either they're not aware of they don't care about they feel like he has lost focus on what he should be focused on in life it's easy to be like it's easy to say i just need to step away because when he's around me he bothers my energy Mm -hmm. right so then you just step away so case in point i was going to ask like so if you and this is for the people that's listening because a lot of people fall out with their family yeah and i actually told nick one time i heard this thing and this is how i learned you know the way that my family is i had to look at it from a different way instead of thinking like dang i wish me and my family was closer but i heard someone say the family that like when you were born into the world the family that you were born into they were literally the gateway to get you where you're supposed to be yep some people they have family they are close to their family they have a big family that's fine that's their story Mm -hmm. but instead of you thinking about all of the negative things that has happened how you were abandoned it's like tell a different story right so that's what i had to learn to do but with my brother he still have things that he's dealing with so when it get to a point where somebody is saying things to hit below the belt and they're saying hurtful things, family, not just people, but yeah. family, when family do it, it's really hurtful. Mm-hmm. So we've had that situation with my brother where, well, not me personally, but he did it to my sister. And then me and my brother, we bumped heads about him trying to go out, have a sneaky link and I said, you're not right. I called him out on it. He didn't like it. So that's why we bumped heads. So now I guess he like, I don't want to talk to neither one of y'all ass. And not to mention, and this is like a boundary I think should never be crossed. Um, His girlfriend, I don't know if they're married now. No, they not married, girl. But yeah, like even she came through and said some really fucked up shit to your sister. Yeah, it's like, how do you cross? I don't know. So this is it. If you're married, I still feel like there's a boundary that should be there when an individual is dealing with their family where your spouse or significant other should not cross that line. Because when that line is crossed, now it's like the family don't like you and it it just makes the situation bigger than what it need to be. Right. So just case in point. So y'all, let me just tell y'all what happened. Oh so, Lord, I was wondering if she was going to say it. Yeah. What so happened. this is what it is. Like I haven't, we haven't been, I think the last time I communicated with my brother was a few months ago. He actually had to contact me because he ended up moving out of the house that, um, I kind of helped him move into, I was living in the house before we went to trucking. So because the rent was low, it was only like four fifty for a three bedroom house. I knew that his family was on a budget and supposed to living in Huntsville paying eight hundred, nine hundred dollars for 
apartment or just somewhere that wasn't in a good environment i told him hey y'all should think about coming here it's less than what y'all paying it'll help y'all you know stack up your money so because he had to move out of that house he ended up having to call me because they would not let him cut the lights off but if he would have been able to do it i would have not heard from him but the thing is is he got into it with my sister um just a lot of hurtful things was said and when he got into it with my sister his girlfriend got involved and was you know popping her mouth off to my sister so my sister's just like i'm done with them she was like they will have to apologize to me before i fool with either one of them so what was one of the fucked up things the girlfriend said so basically the girlfriend ended up telling my sister she will send her send my nephew my sister's son home to her in a body bag damn i wish i could put sound effects out the bed doom that shit fuck up to say some shit like this so it's like because they were hidden below the belt my sister's like i don't fuck with them right and then it's it's two parts to this so not only that just here the other day my sister receives a phone call and this person is calling from the hospital and they're saying that they're a caseworker and they are calling on behalf of my sister's girlfriend but my i mean my brother's girlfriend my brother's girlfriend my sister's married to her husband <laughs> so my brother's girlfriend and my brother's girlfriend has listed my sister as her mom on her paperwork whatever's going on she listed my sister as her mom so when they call my sister and they're like um we're calling you um in reference to your daughter my sister is scared because she have two daughters and she's just like what the hell like what is going on and then so when she said the name my sister's like oh you got the wrong brenda (laughs) because she's thinking like if it's not in reference to amaya or yana like she wasn't even thinking about my brother's girlfriend until the lady said her last name and my sister said that's not my daughter she said that is my brother's girlfriend she said but that's not my daughter and so my sister asked well is she okay is everything okay and the lady was like yes because she ended up because my sister ended up identifying like saying that that is not my um daughter of course they wouldn't give her additional information my sister didn't care about getting the information i don't think either but she did want to make sure she was okay because they have two kids over there but it's things like that so what happened was when my sister called to tell me i said well are you gonna call her and she's it got so quiet i thought the phone had dropped (laughs) and i was like hello and she was like no and i was like you not and she was like wait a minute she was like let me she was like let me get my christian self (laughs) (laughs) so she even when she did that she said the answer is still no yeah she says you can't say something tell me you're gonna send my child home in the body bag and i'm supposed to be okay with yeah and it's like in my opinion i think there are boundaries that you should set like you being 
the girlfriend, the wife, whoever, when your partner, your significant other is involved in drama with their family, I think you just need to keep a, a safe distance and let them handle the drama with their family. Like, don't get too involved like that. Yeah, I think people shouldn't get involved. But when I said it's two parts to this, this is what the second part is. When you have someone that have lack of respect. That's what it is. Lack of respect. And that's both on my brother's end and um, his girlfriend's end. Because he could have told her, no. You know, he could have, like, just deaded that. But because he has a lack of respect for my sister. Gotta be. And he was being disrespectful. It He made it okay for his girlfriend to do it. But then not only that... It's two broken people. And y'all, when I say broken people, um, for those that have been here for the longest time, a lot of you all know that me and my siblings, we don't have a relationship with our parents. And um, that's both mom and on the dad side. Neither one, all three of us, we don't have a relationship. And um, it was just a situation like my brother, when he was little in the third grade, my sister ended up having to get custody of him. And um, she did that because she did not want him to go into the system, which I thought that was something that was really good because she had only been married to her husband for maybe two years. And she decided I can't let that happen. So she took him in and um so she like the closest thing to a mom he's ever had for real right but see the thing is when he got into it with my sister he made the statement that you are not even my real sister you're a half sister and for those of you all that know those can be hurtful words because some people are not even raised with that whole little okay you got a different daddy it's like you're a half sister it's like no this is my sister and that's how we have always been we were never raised that was your half sister Mm -hmm. now we did have a family member that tried to come in and start that bullshit and my mom was like no you know what you make me think of when i was a young child um i had a family member that tried to let me know that my little sister was my half sister and when i went home back home to my mom and my little sister we was eating dinner and I tried to say that shit. I think my mom either popped me in my mouth or she did something to make me cry to yeah. let me know that that is not the case with me and my little sister. Yeah. And I think some people are raised like that. Even my dad, my dad was raised like that because you did have an older generation. I know that it happened with my aunties and my uncles. It would be times that some of them would get to go with their dad and my grandma would say, that's not your daddy. You know, and they were because going over to the other family, the other family would actually say little stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So my brother, he just pulled out that hurtful ass card. And when my sister told me, I was blown back because my sister, you know, I don't play about my sister. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't give a damn if we do have separate daddies. Like, that is my sister. And if you fuck with her, I will fuck you up. Like, don't play. So for him to even pull that card and tell her, you ain't even no real sister. You a half sister. So they make you a half auntie. Say it to his kids. That is hurtful. And because he hit below the belt, it allowed her to hit below the belt. But this is what I was going to say. 
them both being two broken people. So because my brother, essentially, he was adopted by my sister. Yeah. And then his girlfriend, she wasn't raised with her um, birth parent. She was actually adopted by a white lady mm. who raised her. So they both got things that are going on with them from their childhood or trauma that they're dealing with and they're broken people they're walking around hurt and they want to hurt people and if anything like out of everything me and my sister if anything it's like we have done so much y'all to paying his damn rent because he out here flossing and bossing for the streets buying designer clothes and shoes and they pay his rent and it had to get to the point i had to put my foot down and be like i'm not gonna do this no more them three aquarius. strikes them aquarius three strikes you motherfucking out and then i'll never forget y'all <laughs> one time my sister had called me talking about but they about to get evicted they gonna have to go to a shelter i said they know that didn't they know they should have known if they didn't pay their rent they was gonna go to a shelter and my sister was like well I don't want that to happen I said well tell them to bring their baby to your house and then they can go to the shelter yeah so it's like the whole point that I that I pull from observing their story is the first point is uh be careful like with burning bridges with people especially your family because you know at the end of the day if nobody else would be there for him his last leg usually would be his family but he's unburned those bridges and then second off like keep your distance when your significant other is dealing with family drama because like even me no matter how bad i get into it with some of my family i wouldn't dare want you to get involved or say crazy things to my yeah, family that's not even my place yeah because i'm gonna make up nine times out of ten i'm gonna make up with my family but that don't mean that they gotta make up with you yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's true and they will still have that bad taste exactly in mouth, saying like her ass is fucking disrespectful exactly how dare she talk to a grown person like this yeah but thinking of just talking about like your brother and his situation like whatever happened with his mom his birth mom biological mom to where which was really rough where he had to end up with your sister it just makes me think about a lot of men um period who have this rough relationship with their moms and it throws them again like frank james the shooter the subway shooter it throws them into this manosphere that world where they start listening to these other hurt men and what i'm noticing i'm not gonna put it all on men because we got some wild women that's doing some things too but what i'm noticing and what i hate is that is a lot of division in the black community when it comes to men and women yeah it's like i don't i don't like that and i don't like men not taking accountability for their part yeah right or gaslighting yeah it's like take accountability for when you all do step away from the house when you are cheating when it's something that's pulling you away from your family and now this woman is left to raise if she have a son and now you got this son that's trying to seek validation from other men that's basically brainwashing them so to speak because they're just listening to this stuff and then you have the men that are because they are hurt by the women 
they go out and some of them are like I don't I don't like black women yeah. or I don't you know like I don't trust women to make decisions yeah I'm seeing uh I'm seeing that too like it was this young black guy he was making a video it was something that said dance if you like black girls he's this is a black man I mean a black young guy who his mom nine times ten mom and dad are black but he just made it his point to put it out there that he don't fuck with black girls and then also you got this dude this black dude who got murdered by his white lover um was her teller i forgot her name but um she was a popular she is a popular influencer and uh allegedly she stabbed him in the sleep in his sleep but what i found uh, ironic is that you know he had a lot of tweets from back in the day maybe about like 2012 and all that yeah it was a long time ago but it's still shit that he put out there in the world of like how much he praised the white woman and how much he disliked the black girls how he the, his thoughts about the black women black girls and i'm like like you said babe why why do people feel the need to broadcast what they don't like yeah i don't it's they do it because they are hurt hurt people hurt people right they are hurt and they're damaged like i said and that's why they feel the need to come out to do it. Also, you have people that want attention. So they go out and they do something like that. Sometimes it's negative attention, but they still like the attention. But you know what? You just made me think. I think like how you said some people be wanting attention. It almost made me think about, you remember, well, you remember when, uh, I remember when I first learned about people who cut themselves. Mm-hmm. You remember people who would like literally take a razor blade to their wrist and put a certain amount of pain. And they said the reason why they did it was because they wanted to feel like they were in control of when the pain came their way or how much pain they got or something like that. And it made me think about when we watched that one girl. She was a heavy set girl who attracted a, a, a nice looking boyfriend and she got on live. She got on live just for people to like go in on her and donkey cone her. And you was just like wondering why did she go live in the first place? Yeah, because she almost was like live she... and they was asking her to do stuff and she was like, I'm not doing that. She was like, half y'all on here don't even give a fuck about me anyway. So I'm like, if you got people that don't like you, why are you live? It's like you want the punishment. Yes, it's almost like because if you look at the content she uploads, it's the type of content that makes people you can see why she becomes a target for bullies but she got on live and you just see people just crucifying and just going in on her just saying all this shit and she's going in on them and it's just like almost like she got on there to get hurt on purpose or she got on there because she was having a bad day and she was like today i got time because i'm yep. gonna cuss some of these trying motherfuckers to use, out trying to use them as punching bags and people using her as punching bags again like i said it's like hurt people hurting people but i just don't understand like the me personally the whole division in the black community i just wish we could do better as a whole because you know all of that started back in slavery with the whole of them taking the black man away from the woman and the kids and I just feel like it's still, we're still being conditioned because 
like you mentioned, Nick, how ironic is it when that guy got killed by his white lover, they was able to go and pull out all these tweets. Yeah. And then it's crazy because the black women, oh man, I ain't never seen so much. Well, I've seen unity in black women, but like the way the black women were together as far as not supporting him after that, it's like they was just throwing him to the wolves. Like they are, you see a lot of people like black women, we going to sit this one out. Yeah, some women like, actually kind of sounded like they were getting pleasure out of knowing he got killed by a white woman that he praised. Wow. Yeah. See, I just thought, well, I know I saw a few um TikToks and they were just saying, you know, I hope his family get the peace that they need, but this is not our fight. Yeah. You know, and I think it was even more made them you know, dig their heels in a little more after they saw the tweets. Like, even if I wanted to fight mm -hmm. because of those tweets, him talking about how much he disliked us. Yeah. I couldn't even pull myself, you know, pull myself up to even stand up to, you know, defend him in any type of way. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it hurt to see, like anytime I see a black man, period, even though I don't date, black men i still want black men to I, I still want us to be a good unit you know what i'm saying like as far as uh, the community and it's like i still think the bitch should pay for what she did you know what i'm saying you don't just kill and I, I don't like the the thought of them seeing black men or black people period as something that they can just kill and get away with like how you saw her you know eating lunch at, in the in the room in the common room and the girl had her on camera like bitch you just I mean, killed your boyfriend a drink she was having her a drink at the bar but she's supposed to not be mentally stable yeah so it's like even though i hate when i see guys do that i do understand that we just have some pieces in our community that needs to be worked on um yeah because yeah. i was even having a conversation with my daughter um the other day not today but we were talking the other day and that subject came up about the podcast that we was listening to when the guy was like oh she says she got a degree she got a job she got a car she got a house the only thing she don't have is a man and they were like and you ain't gonna get that because it's like your skills are too high a man won't feel worthy enough of being with you like it's like they need you to be lower so that they can feel like they're the man of the house and my daughter she's just she's 22 y'all and my daughter she definitely wants to be in a relationship but she has not found anybody that she feels like is worthy of dating her so um she just said she said that doesn't make sense to me and she said that just sound crazy and and my thought was okay so are you gonna treat a woman that don't have a degree that don't have these things for herself like if you have to be the provider and do these things for her are you gonna treat her different than you're gonna treat this woman that have a degree you shouldn't be treating them different mm-hmm but again, there you go. But again, like I mentioned before, back in the day when you had Martin Luther King and the women was at home and the men was going out and they were stepping out and the women didn't have their own finances. That's why you have so many independent women now. Yeah. Just really think about that thing. Like again, how you said you wish men would become more accountable for what they did back in the day when the family structure were more 
focused on like the husband and the wife, the man working and the woman trying to stay home and all that. But when you had a lot of guys cheating and doing all this beating and molesting the kids in the home and shit like that, just like women had to find some type of way to get out of that shit. Yeah. It's like they felt stuck and felt belittled and unworthy. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody's messing with your self-confidence. So it's like, as generations go on, women got more educated. You know, it's still in some countries, they won't let women go to school. They won't let women drive. Mm. I know this woman that I used to work with. It was some part of Africa that she was from. And she said she came here so that she could go to school. She said they would not let her go to school and they would not let her drive. And so I ended up asking her, do she, you know, ever go back to visit? And she was like, no, she was <laughs> like, they would not accept me. She was like the person that I am now, they would not accept me. So, yeah. And, and see, my thing is like, again, to our black men who the ones who do date outside their race and they're happy and proud. Kudos to you. Cause even me, I'm not dating a black man, but my thing is don't put black women down in the process of it. Like, don't make us seem like we're trash or we're too masculine or we're not worthy just because you feel like you found a hit of gold mine by talking to white women or any other race outside of your race. Cause you gotta understand you still coming from your mom, nine times out of 10, who's black, your aunties, your sisters, you're being disrespectful. Yeah. to your family it's like to your culture if you want to say for instance my son when my son was younger I, it's like i've always had an open relationship with my kids and we have dialogue and we talk and i think one time he asked me about um him dating um a white girl and i told him i don't have a problem with that now, I don't know if I made a mistake when I said that because my son, he is, he prefers to date white girls. But the reason he say he prefer to date white girls, he say black girls are weird. And I said, me and his sister both are like, so do you think we're weird? And he say, no, he was like, our family is unmatched. I haven't met any black female that's like you and Sierra that's what he tell us like he haven't met a black female that's like us but I also think it's the environment that he was raised in you know he went to a majority white school so um but I will hope that he don't talk down on black women. I have never heard him like just talk down about a black woman. I believe I'll probably punch him in his throat. <laughs> but he also knows not to do that around me. Yeah. So, um, but I think some of them, and it's to me, this is what I feel. If you're going to date outside your race, that's fine. Just know that you don't have to talk down on you don't have to talk down on your race, right? But then also I wonder if some people lack the understanding of knowing their history when they go and they do stuff like that. Because like that guy, black women only know how to twerk. I don't find them attractive. Mm -hmm. So it's like every black woman is not like exactly. that. Every black woman, we get it. I couldn't it. twerk to save my life, but go ahead. We get it. <laughs> you got some black women that are um, ghetto. 
you got some black women that are very business savvy. So it's like they're on a scale, y'all. Yeah. So find the one that's on that's on the scale where you actually um you know where you meet in the middle somewhere. Right. But don't be out here just trying to dog somebody out because to me I feel like it's an insecurity almost. That's what I think it is. When it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Because I told um my daughter I said to me sometimes I feel like say for instance my son he hate when me and my daughter getting on to him about something and I said that's the thing that Bradley don't like he don't like somebody that's gonna hold him accountable like Bradley he want to be able to sit back play his game all day and I don't know no sister girl that's just gonna be okay with you doing that <laughs> right and we're gonna make you be accountable for like you ain't finna just sit up here you ain't finna be lazy you gonna have to find you a job you gonna have to have something going on about your damn self yeah. if you like we just don't a lot of us we who got some sense to themselves and not afraid to pop our shit right we're not just gonna let you take advantage of us and i think a lot of times that's what it be they want somebody that they don't have to answer to but because i also have a a cousin that does the same thing and he said he liked the way that the white women make him feel but again that's an insecurity in you if you have to if you have to um go out and search and find somebody to help you feel better about yourself yeah because you should feel good about yourself that's some shadow work those type of men will have to do exactly yeah and like with all this stuff that we talked about the subway shooting the manosphere the all this shit i don't blame people who keep again keep their head in the sand i've actually talked about this before on our youtube channel just uh when I say keep your head in the sand, it's just kind of like really being strategic or really being particular on the things you focus on in life. Because like my wife said, like you said, babe, the more negative things you focus on, the more that will grow in your world. Right. You have to protect your energy. Yeah. And uh, some of the things that I've been doing, uh, like I've mentioned before, I've been playing video games, watching anime, just really and really just cutting certain things out of my reality. Now, that subway shooting shit, it's like I couldn't help but to see that. Again, I was bombarded when I went into that office place and they had it all over the TV and social media. That's yeah. because you brought your head out the sand and we had to go <laughs> and do that business. Link. Yeah, I can play the video games <laughs> and anime. But uh, so, yeah, people who just like, I don't think you should feel guilty if every now and then you just like, you know what, today I'm turning off my cell phone i'm turning off connection to me i'm not gonna be on the internet like that and i'm gonna mind my fucking business Mm -hmm. to protect your peace and your energy yeah so good news y'all me and my wife we actually started um uh uh audiobook store (laughs) where we're (laughs) yes y'all where we're actually selling um black erotica or black erotic audiobooks high quality it comes with music sound effect um the background ambience like rain and you know outside sound just to really try to make the listener feel like they're in the story and uh, my wife she's narrating the books and of course i'm editing right now we're actually looking for um editors i mean not editors but uh narrators um social media micro social media influencers and writers like if they're interested in 
you know, becoming a part of this, selling some stories or narrating some of the stories, that would be dope to switch it up. But, um, babe, how you be feeling narrating them sex books? Um, <laughs> for the most part, I'm cool until it be some real spicy. <laughs> Oh, you got to talk about getting tea bags, shit like that. Just yes, just real, real spicy. Yeah, I think I tried to read a uh, narrate a straight book, and I felt so fucking awkward when it was talking about certain things. But like you'll hear me try to step in and narrate every now and then. But I really like to edit. But we're also um, <laughs> we're also trying to get into writing some of the stories. Um, I know, babe, you was talking about writing a story. Yes, um, I want it to be um, not necessarily too many details. Yeah, okay. not necessarily interactive, but yeah. I guess you could almost say that. But just make the person really feel like they're involved with the person that's telling the story. Yeah, and then with me, like I've already written my first story. Like to be honest, this is a passion that I have. Period. And a lot of people who listen to my music they can tell that I just love telling stories. So any song I make nine times out of 10, I'm telling a story. So I was like, shit, why not try to write uh, one of these short stories? The only thing, the only thing is I'm a Pisces. (laughs) And so my first story, y'all, it started off so cute. It started off cute, but then it started (laughs) down the rabbit hole. You go, down the hole you go (laughs) we done slid down some little rabbit hole y'all this story done got so damn weird I'm just thinking like damn Nick like how far are we finna go with this like literally y'all when I'm writing a story I'm like how far are we going to go with this but you know what I said when you was um like reading like part of the story I actually said our audience is gonna know what story is mine (laughs) And they're going to know which story is my wife. They are definitely, they're going to know. <laughs> they're going to know. So this is what I'm got to say to my people who listening right now. If y'all made it this far, if, if I make the decision to drop this story or any of my other stories, don't judge me. Honey. Just take, if you decide to purchase the story and, and listen to it, don't judge me. Just know that I'm experimenting and just trying to get to know my mind and what type of things it can get into. Yeah. So, babe, I think you need to um, go back and reiterate what you're looking for for narrators. Yeah. Uh, we actually had one girl, babe. I haven't let you hear her voice. She sent a recording, and that was the clearest we've gotten. But, yeah, like for our people who are interested in narrating, when you send your sample audio, please send a high quality audio. Like make sure it's, it don't even have to be like the, the highest of the quality. It just, when you say your P's and S's that we need that not to pop and then no background noise. Cause I'm going to edit the sound to make it sound even more crisp, but you got people got wind and static all in the background. I'm like, I can't work with that. So they think because they got an iPhone, they good. Or they think because somebody's told them that they got a nice voice, that they good. And it's like, we need more than that. Maybe you should. Did you ask that young lady that you said it was good? What did she use? I have not even replied to her yet. I just heard it. I haven't even let you hear it. But, um... But yeah, so we definitely would like more people. Now, as far as the audiobook store, y'all, if y'all want to support me and my wife and our new business venture, uh, this little branch out we've done, 
then visit our website, www.nickandcarla.com slash freaks. And it will take you directly to our website. Y'all, I've designed the website, um, uploaded the shit. The, I've designed the pictures. So I'm really proud of the work. And I really feel like it's the best work that I've done thus far when it comes to like designing websites and stuff. But I'm really, really excited about it. Um, but I think, like I mentioned earlier, <laughs> that I've been watching some anime, babe. And I ain't tell you this either. I think low-key, one of the main parts of me getting really weird lately with the stories is watching anime i could see that because you know anime be having like some of the weirdest stories period yes and the whining from the characters yeah i'm like this sounds like some sex noises <laughs> but yeah you ever like watch the show and you try to like to my people who's listening who do watch anime have y'all ever tried to explain the storyline of an anime show to um to like a friend or someone who don't watch it and you really you hear the words coming out your mouth and you be like i sound crazy as fuck right now right or if you <laughs> have never tried to explain it just think about if you're watching anime right now if you had to explain it to someone will they understand what you're watching <laughs> not really and i don't even want to try to explain but one thing though that i do love about anime even the a lot of times the episodes be really short like they say that they be like 20 some minutes but you usually only get like 15 minutes of watch time the stories they always juicy as hell and they leave you wanting to come back for the next episode and that's really what i'm trying to implement in my writing like i want when people listen not only to them for them to experience like the good music and sound effects and all that, but I want them to be like, damn, like I want to hear the next part. Like I want them to be thirsty for the next part. Mm. So that's what I've been trying to work on. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's pretty much, uh, what we've been talking about. I mean, we did have a few more things like, uh, rest in peace to the trucker in our trucking community, yeah. uh, trucker named Jay. Y'all he, um, recently uh passed away he was only 31 years old um and it's just just me and my wife who was just talking about like how we said we're we're fasting right now and we're constantly trying to stay on top of our health we're constantly trying to share with other people the importance of you know just taking care of yourself but um you know he was driving those trucks and it's already very unhealthy when you drive trucks period especially trying to get on top of your diet um i think when you when you because you have some people that's out there they're already um conscious about what they eat and working out now those people are fine but like if you are still trying to establish a you know some type of workout routine or eating regimen it makes it hard when you are not committed to the process yet yeah and see the thing is he was only 31 years old and that is extremely young that you know is what i'm really saying young. yeah um if i'm not mistaken it was kidney failure um it was just the food and he even mentioned like i went and caught up on his last videos because since i have not been driving see chuck named jay he was the type i watched him while i was driving trucks like i tuned in every now and then mainly because he was with the shits like he <laughs> he got caught up in like the youtube drama and shit like that 
and uh, he will pop his shit. And he low-key he low reminded me of your little brother. That's yeah. what's so crazy about And it's about crazy it. because before we started trucking, my brother was telling me certain videos to watch. Yep. And he would actually say, Trucker Dame J, Trucker, Trucker Brown. Brown. Yeah. yeah, so it's like certain names that just ring in the trucker industry. Yes. Yeah. And even though his channel was not that popular, I still found him because I watched Trucker Brown before I came out. But, um... But so I went to catch up on like his last videos and he was actually taking his viewers on the journey, like through his last days, not saying that he knew that those were his last day per se, but he like, he was a really heavy dude. He was like, I don't know how much you weigh, just a really heavy, heavy dude driving those trucks. And towards his end, he lost a lot of weight and you know, something stuck out to me. He was just saying, like, really what it was is he said that self-discipline was not there when it came to food. He said he'd do good for, like, a few weeks or sometimes even a few fucking months. But then, you know, you have a rough day or, you know, your shift was long and then you pull in the truck stop and you see a Taco Bell and it's like, fuck it. I'm finna go in there and get Taco Bell shit and get some of these chips, too. And that's the thing, being a truck driver, you have so much easy access. You making, you ain't doing nothing but driving and making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you have little emotions and feelings for being away from home. And if you're an emotional eater, you have access to a plethora of bad food. Yeah, but I know in one of his videos, um, he actually talked about just, you know, doing better. Mm -hmm. Doing better. And that's one of the things that since Nick and I, we've been doing this water fast, I have been sitting back and just observing like from my last reset, certain foods that trigger me, um, that causes irritation. And we have to learn to have that, um, psychological switch to know that we need to do the right things, um, for our body yeah I, it can be hard it's very and hard i actually told nick when i was married to my ex-husband his step pop had a um he was having problems with his heart and the doctor was telling him you need to stop eating sugar and he was so addicted to sugar he couldn't stop eating it and he actually made a comment to me one time he was like well if they say i'm gonna leave then i'm gonna leave happy mm -hmm. you know and he was like i just can't do it i can't do them sugar alternatives and what was crazy i was doing sugar alternatives and i was telling him if you try this this actually tastes really good you know in comparison to having sugar and as time passed he got worse and then finally he decided to try the sugar alternative and he actually told me he said this is actually good he said i can do that but he ended up having to have open heart surgery and he did not make it through the surgery so it's just when you know or if you can feel something is going wrong if you can feel that you're having a trigger to a specific food we just need to do better with making the changes that we need to make because a lot of this stuff that they make y'all they make it to be addictive like nick and i say it's just like a drug addict trying to get off drugs yeah. that's how this food is yeah and i liked like you know because what i told carla his last video his last few videos um a lot of them he had made i was like it, it was really 
focused around his health and him trying to do better for his family and all that. And I was like, you know, he didn't have to make those videos. I said, but he did. And I said, these videos could be the thing to help change people's lives. So he did something really good before he left us. And I even liked in one of his videos, he started calling out, you know, some trucker friends of his that were also on YouTube that he felt like were also plumping up. And like starting to gain weight, he's like, look, so-and-so, like you, you, you getting big. Yeah. You getting big too. Y'all need to, he said, please. He said, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. You need to do what you need to do to get your health in check. And then he was just talking about, cause he's done. He's tried. Like you already know, we've all heard about this fasting, intermittent fasting, uh, keto, just all these different type of things. But he said, the thing is he'll do good for a little while. And then he'll fall off and And herbs. herbs. Yeah. Yeah. Because that'd be the first thing we think like, well, damn, did he try fasting or damn, did he try herbs? It's like he tried it. But the thing is because of that lack of discipline, because of this addiction that we all, a lot of us are dealing with, it's like he was half stepping with it. And I think his body just couldn't handle it as much as other people's can. And, um, yeah. And it was just, he was just saying like, when it came to the holistic, he was like, if you're going to go the holistic route, you need to go 110%. But if you're not, then you're going to be dependent on them doctors a hundred percent. And it was just, medicine. yes. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, like to see that. Oh my goodness. I think that's what, cause we were already talking about a water fast, yes, but then girl. that really made us be like, we need to get it together yes and even he made a comment in his video and said let me be the example he did oh yes and it was even the point where he like he had on sunglasses but i could slightly see his eyes and he would just like look like i want to live he's like i like when i feel good like he had to get dialysis and shit and when he started getting that that's i guess when he started getting his strength and feeling like a little stronger like on the days that maybe he did it or no on the day you do dialysis you feel drained yeah but you know just at some parts when he was able to get to himself where he felt strength he I mean, he felt like his old self. Like he could walk around and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, really rest in peace to him. And, um, and yeah, I'm me and Carla, that's why we are very serious on just constantly putting out the awareness of just trying to do what we can for our health. Mm-hmm. We just, we constantly put it out there. Now, him, and I guess we're going to get ready to end it with this, but um, him, he was, like I said, he was 31 years old. But I had a conversation with Carla about aging because let's face it, we're all doing nothing but getting older. We have no control over it. It's no going back. Sometimes I'll watch shit that's nostalgic and I'll feel it in my gut, my stomach, because I know like no matter what I do, I can never go back to that time. But um, I read a comment. It was a video and I cannot find this comment for, for the life of me. I wanted to read it verbatim, but I'll have to paraphrase and try to sum it up. But pretty much the comment was from this guy. It was on this video about life. And, um, this guy, he had to been in his like late sixties, maybe early seventies. He was up there in age and he was just saying, you know, I find it so weird or so interesting that even though when I get up and I look in the mirror and I look at my hands and I see this old wrinkly man, 
in my, my consciousness, me, this person that's been this observer that's been there since I was a child, I still feel the same. So meaning like, it's almost like just because his body don't move the way it used to, or the way he see himself in the mirror, it looks like an old man. He said he don't feel old. And he even said the world treats him like an old brittle man, but he don't feel old. Like, just think about this, this consciousness, this awareness, this thing, whatever it is, sorry to call it a thing, but whatever this is, us that's observing the life of Carla or the life of Nick, just think like that same person that's inside of you right now at your age, this is the same thing that was inside of you when you was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Did you have a different level, like maybe a limited level of awareness of certain things? Maybe. Or different perspectives? Maybe. But it's still that observer. Mm-hmm. So when you become, God, God willing, you become an old lady, like in your 80s or 90s. It's like that same little observer is still going to be inside of there. Mm-hmm. So it made me think about like my grandma. Like I remember when I found out my grandma was watching this TV show and it had a lot of sex and stuff in it. And we was like, what? She watching that? What? But I'm <laughs> like, if that's what my grandma enjoy, it's like, why does that necessarily like, why can't she still have fun? Why can't she still, uh, why can't she still, like her TV shows and shit like that, just because the world views her as an old woman. And it's kind of like me and Carla, we have a subscriber and the subscriber is like 74 years old. Mm-hmm. She always announces her age, but for some reason she loves watching us. She loves getting caught up and watching the Lily and Grams and the, the Glamazon Tay and the Zayas and all that shit. Mm-hmm. She loves watching it. So it's like, just because we see a, a woman at 74, that little observer that's inside of her, it's like that don't change necessarily in age. Yeah, I, and I've heard a lot of older people that say, I don't feel 50. I don't feel 60. You know, you have even, I've even heard celebrities that actually say, you know, when they're celebrating their birthday, like, even though I'm this age, I don't feel this age. I feel like I'm like a teenager, like I'm in my 20s. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it just, it just made me have a moment, you know, cause I'm, I'm getting older and just thinking like, damn, like this little observer or me or whatever, I still feel like the little same little ball of light that I was when I was a child, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like I, if, what I want y'all to do, anything that we talked about in this podcast, uh, definitely visit our Discord. If you want to join our Discord, if you're not already a member, you can do that by visiting our website, nickandcarla.com, and it's right there on the homepage. But this is one thing, if you made it this far, I would like to know, like, how do you feel about aging and getting older? And do you feel like any different? Yeah, your body may not be able to move like it used to, or, you know, you may feel older or whatever. You may see an older person in the mirror, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, I actually want to know about several of the things that we talked about. Yeah. So let's chop it up, y'all. Yes. Let's chop it up in the <laughs> Discord. Let's talk about it. Yes, and we hope y'all enjoyed this uh, podcast session. I really enjoyed it. We got our bunny that interrupted and came in the room now. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but um yes y'all and if you celebrate easter um then i hope you enjoy that tomorrow that's going to be on sunday uh i can say happy easter even though i don't really get called you up can, in it. and i hope y'all I don't celebrate sharp it as a tech. i hope you sharp as a matter of fact <laughs> if you and i discord and you do celebrate easter and you're gonna be dressed your sunday's best take a picture and take a picture and post it in the discord yeah, we would love, love to see, see it we i would love to see, see the church hat. yes but anyways we want to thank y'all so much for tuning in and we hope to catch y'all next time peace